Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast. I'm Ed, and joining me this evening, a man whose very presence makes my heart go oop-poop-a-doop, <laughs> is my buddy Jeff. Jeff, how are you, you beautiful man? I'm great. I'm once again elevated and honored by your introduction. I'm, I'm well, I, you know what? I'm even better tonight because you're not done with your introductions. I'm not. I'm not. I brought a present for everybody. A man who is my second favorite person who is a father who is not my father. We also have Sandy here. Sandy, introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Sandy. Great. And we're off and running. First of all, Ed, I commend you on the thought that went into that riddle of an introduction for Sandy. Second of all, Sandy just really firing all, all cylinders coming out of the gate. Fantastic job there. It's like, honest to God, it's like he's been on the show the whole entire time. He's so much better at this than Dave is. It's ridiculous. He's already brought more to it than Dave ever did. Or ever will. String together one more coherent sentence and you're right there past any guest any person that's ever been on the show including us <laughs> i can't compete with its introductions it throws you off doesn't it the bare minimum yeah it throws you off sometimes he throws curveballs and i don't even know what to say you ruined the intro to the show by you know bringing me up so high forcing me to let people down it's all right i mean i let people down all the time this is the only time I actually make people happy, so it's the highlight of my week. For the people that don't know who Sandy is, let's tell them a little bit more about who he is. All right. Well, first of all, Sandy is 27th in line to be the King of England. That is a fact. You can look it up when I edit Wikipedia later. I also work with Sandy, which is a much better honor than being 27th in line to be the King of England. And he's also Canadian. So I can't wait to hear what he wants to talk about. Sandy, is there anything you want to talk about? I will talk about... There it is. Anything you and Jeff want to talk yes. about. Uh, there it is. We could end the podcast right now, and it would be the most impressive episode we've ever done. He didn't fumble that line. He said it perfectly Canadianly. So you've done everything that we've needed you to. The rest of this is just gravy, Sandy. All right. I'm just going to mute now, then we'll let the rest of it play out. What nobody else knows is Sandy actually has a very thick Boston accent. He's just putting this on now to make us feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys didn't realize Sandy is actually recording from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. <laughs> He's throwing people for all sorts of loops today. Uh, so... The 27th in line, that's an interesting fact to bring up about somebody. I guess I should use fact lightly, considering that's completely inaccurate and made up. You can't prove that. But I'm wondering, is he closer to the throne than Prince Harry? Probably. Like, isn't Prince Harry no longer a prince? I think he is the closest Canadian to the throne, 
now that Prince Harry is also in Canada. Okay. That checks out. So where's Canada? What is this Canada that you speak of, Sandy? <laughs> I've heard you guys make fun of Canada lots and things from Canada. You know, you know where we are. To be fair, it's more of a, like a mean girl jealous sort of vibe because you have a prime minister who's doesn't look like a rotting bag of old chicken nugget shits, and we don't have that. Yes, it's true. But who have you heard disparage your homeland more? Good question. I, I think it's probably pretty equal, and, and yeah? maybe not so much our homeland, but you know things from our homeland. Interesting. And most of them, I can't disagree with, like some of the bands and and, and music coming out of Canada. Yeah. Well, let me t- listen. Let's get that off the table. I've been to Canada multiple times. Beautiful country. Terrible music. Except Brian Adams. Oh, uh, Brian Adams is a national treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Adams. He's okay with me. Also, your ham of lies that you call bacon can get out of here. I happen to love Canadian bacon, feel like they should come up with a different name because it is, in fact, not bacon at all. Yeah. But I love it. You all gave it that name. We don't call that Canadian bacon. You should know by now that this is what we do here in America. We force you to call shit (laughs) whatever we want you to. Okay? It doesn't matter. That's what it's being called. One of these days, you people are going to use feet and Fahrenheit. The first time I went to Canada, I got very American. As I crossed over the border and the GPS changed, I was like, I'm doing what? Where am I? How far? Like, what the fuck does this symbol mean? And, and I was like, oh, it's just meters and kilometers. I'm, I'm okay. I, I'll get it together. We definitely do most everything in the metric system, but it's funny. We have a complicated love for measurements because I still, if I weigh myself, it's in pounds. I have no idea how much I weigh in kilograms. I actually weigh myself in kilograms and just say that's how many pounds I am. That's a good life hack. Uh, again, Sandy, this is what we do. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm American. I'm going to pick whatever I want and... I'm going to fucking force you to believe it. <laughs> and that's it. You're just going to deal with it. That's how we do things. We, we take our ball and we go home when we're losing. Or you try to rig an election. One of the, one of the other. <laughs> Did we try and rig it? Did we successfully rig it? Has that been figured out yet? Do we have any idea? I don't think we rigged anything. I think we were just rugged. I'm presuming that's the correct uh, conjugation of that it word. It is now. It is, yeah, 100%. I don't think that we can rig Diddly Doodle. Are you right over there, Jeff? Yeah, I'm good. We've really made this like a an us versus them episode. This, this got away from us a little bit. We bring on my favorite fan on the show and then just attack his homeland. Yeah, the person who says the nicest things about you. I think this just proves the Dave theory that whoever is nice to us, we have to be mean to because we can't accept love. Let me tell you something. We are infinitely nicer to Sandy than to Dave. Oh, God. Yeah, because Sandy is a human being worth like caring about i don't think i'd be able to stay if i started taking some of the abuse that that dave has taken on this show i think i would just uh, sign off and pretend like this didn't happen well when was the last time you heard dave say anything (laughs) dave's learned to shut his fucking mouth he's actually here he just he just doesn't talk anymore yeah all right dave shut up so what part of Canada are you from? Uh, I'm in Nova Scotia on the far east coast. Do you live near Halifax? Yeah, I've been an hour outside of Halifax. So my brother was in the Navy, went up to Halifax, Nova Scotia once, and he said that he had to start counting the unattractive people because 
there were so many drop-dead gorgeous people up there. He's never seen anything like it. Is that something you've heard about Nova Scotia? We're seeing it right now. Sandy is in front of us. Listen, I'm one for one on people that I know from Nova Scotia, but he's there. I'm wondering. Definitely the majority of people are good looking people. Okay. That's that's pretty awesome. That's not the case around here. No. And when I say around here, I mean on this podcast. So let's get right down to the important questions. What's the poutine situation like in Nova Scotia? Well, I think it's just because I've lived in Nova Scotia for most of my life. But when Ed and I were in Montreal together, it was the first time I've had what's supposed to be the proper poutine. And I hated it. I thought it was disgusting. Really? And I much prefer what we get here. Even Costco's version of poutine I like better than what I had in Montreal. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, I've actually heard this before. I think all of our well-educated listeners know that Canada has provinces that are very heavily influenced by France and others that are heavily influenced by England or their history with those two countries. So Nova Scotia is which of those categories? Uh, In history, we've definitely been involved with both, but primarily English now. We do have in Nova Scotia a good French population in some areas, good French immersion programs. My kids are all in French immersion at school to learn, but definitely heavily English-sided. Okay. My experience says that the areas that are more English-influenced, at least, they don't have the same love of poutine. Obviously, when you hear the name, it is a French-sounding, French-based, I guess, dish. So tell what is it like for you in Nova Scotia? What's the poutine like? We have lots of different variations. My kids love it, so lots of times when we go out to eat, that's what they get for their meal is poutine, but it's your standard fare, fries with gravy and cheese curds on top. So how does yours differ from the Montreal one? I like the fries better than, and I've only tried it once at one place in Montreal. I had it on authority that it was the poutine place in Montreal, but yeah, I didn't like the fries that they had and I wasn't fond of the gravy either. Really? I will say that at the place where we did have poutine, the fries were a bit soggier than I like. Okay. And also, like, the cheese is cold. It should be really warm and melty. Bubbly and over on that. I like the good old Long Island cheese fries. That's, that's like, I thought this would be the Canadian version of that, and it was not. It's curds. It's not... They're supposed to have a little bit of chew to them. Yeah, but they're not supposed to be little cheese ice cubes. This is true. But I could have put a couple of those in my Coke and thrown up because that's disgusting. I was going to say, that sounds terrible. Mmm, cold and extra dairy. Delish. Yes, nothing compliments an ice cold glass of Coca-Cola like cheese curds. Frozen cheese curds. Yes, like frozen cheese curds. So I've had it from, it's mostly been in... Like the Toronto and Niagara Falls, like surrounding areas there, which is obviously a, that's in a more English influenced part. But they had, I think it's a chain there called Smokes, Smokes Poutine. And yeah, it was awesome. So I have an affinity for it. If you can't tell from the size of me, I was, I've been waiting to ask you about poutine since I've heard that you wanted to join us and record an episode. Literally after every episode we've recorded, he just screams poutine into the microphone. Yeah, I love it. And my ears just explode. Now I'm nervous. 
nervous because I've really, I've never been to Montreal and I want to go and I'm nervous that I'm going to start some sort of international incident if I get there and the place that is quote unquote the place for poutine sucks. Oh, we have a problem. To be fair, if you go to Montreal right now, you'll start an international incident anyway. So you got that on your side. That's fair. It is a goal of mine. I really would like to start some sort of international incident. I don't really know what that entails. I don't know what size international incident I want to start, but I definitely want to start one, you know? I just want it big enough to be called an incident. It doesn't need to be a problem. I don't want anybody to die. I mean, if somebody has to for me to get credit for an international incident, so be it, but, you know. So you want to make sure you're not you're on the incident side and not the international whoopsie-daisy, is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I don't want to accidentally launch nukes at a country or anything like that. There's no need. But, like, you know what? I want something like they detain me for something that I didn't actually do. And an American lawyer fights for my freedom. And I get out. And this is, it's this big thing. But I only want it to last, like, a, like two days. Like, I don't want to be in a Canadian prison for a while. You know what I mean? You don't want to be inconvenienced, but you want to have the story. Yeah. I want the credit without doing any of the work. The most American thing I've ever heard you say. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Hey, shoot for the stars, man. Live your dream. I believe in you. So, back to food from Nova Scotia. What's your favorite, like, Nova Scotian dish? The one I always talk to people about and tell people about is the, the Donair. That's probably... Halifax has made it its official food and it's slowly working its way across Canada, but it's really only well known here in Nova Scotia. And you said it's the Donair? Yeah. I cannot wait to hear what this is. Yeah, this sounds like it's awesome. It's basically a gyro. Yeah. Except the sauce is a really sweet sauce. And it's pretty delicious. It's very unhealthy. Yeah, that we're okay. We're both f- fine with that. Not a problem. What kind of meat's in it? It's beef. It's usually done like on a rotating spit. Oh, yeah. All right. Cut it off and fry it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds, that sounds pretty good. I don't eat it very often, but it's always a treat. You should eat it a lot more. Eat like 12 of them a day. Yeah. It's good for you. So does it originate there? Yeah, it came from, yeah, my history on the Donair is probably not the best. Should have repaired. That's your fault. That's on you. From my understanding, there were some Greek families that moved over to Halifax early on, and they had a restaurant, and they tried the gyro, and it wasn't really catching on at that point in time, so they kind of modified things up a little bit. Okay. It took off. So they couldn't sell gyro, so they're like, hey, let's throw some sugar on this. Yeah, yeah. Because you know them bitches love that sugar, and then all of a sudden all the fat kits came out. I get it, yeah. And ever since then, you know, the number of good-looking people here in Halifax has started to decline. Bastards. I have to say, I think I'm a big fan of Nova Scotia so far. Like I said, never been. No, literally one person from there, and I met him about 20 minutes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have not heard anything ever bad about that place from him, from my brother, from anybody else. Read it in books. Seems like it's pretty awesome. It's gorgeous. From pictures, it's gorgeous. I think that we should go live at Sandy's house for a couple of weeks, record a few episodes up there, and he's got nothing going on. We'll be all right. When the borders open up, come on up. There we go. We'll figure something out. We got to get up there. We are on our way. I'll dig a tunnel underneath wherever I gotta go. It's yeah. Don't worry about it. Hey, maybe if we sneak into the country and get caught there, that's our international incident. Boom. Two birds. I love it. Because you know what would be better than you getting into an international incident? 
the two of us causing an international incident. I think so. It would be good for the podcast. Sandy, do you have a shed in the backyard? We got a little one, yeah. All we need. We'll sneak in there so that this way we can just say that we broke in. This way you don't get in trouble. Yeah. Because we're not looking to bring you into this world. We're what you call edgy people. Not everybody's ready to live the way Ed and I live. I don't know. If you're going to come here and cause an international incident, I think I want to be involved. Well, there you go. You're my type of guy. Look at that. I'm into it. Let's do it. Nova Scotia, here we come. Get some Donair, some, what is it, Lox? Is Lox big from Nova Scotia, or is that like a marketing ploy? I don't think I've ever eaten Lox. I think they ship the Lox to us. Right. And then we're all like, ooh, it's Nova Scotian Lox, how fancy. I think that's what it is. We could put this on our bagel with our schmears. It's kind of like that Chilean sea bass marketing ploy, because if they called it horrible goblin fish, nobody would want to eat it. Have you ever seen what a Chilean sea bass actually looks like? Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It looks like Dave. It's terrible. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I bet you that Lisa had to come up with some sort of like Chilean sea bass marketing ploy to talk about Dave because when she first, like the first person she described him to was probably like, no, don't do that, sweetheart. <laughs> Leave that alone. So she had to come up with something creative to sell people on Dave. Hey, by the way, I believe the proper name for Chilean sea bass is Patagonian toothfish. Good luck getting me to pay $27 for some fucking toothfish. <laughs> not happening <laughs> that is dave though yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah dave is a patagonian toothfish he somehow became a chilean sea bass like it's a real cinderella story if one of cinderella's ugly stepsisters ended up getting married it's like the little mermaid except yeah like the, the bottom part i mean he didn't even really get the bottom part he just got some legs uh we all know he got nothing else yep out of that deal and he just has the same face and unfortunately didn't lose his voice that would have helped us all. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, Nova Scotia locks. Let's sum up Nova Scotia. Place sounds awesome. Locks is a sham. Donaire is the thing to get. We're going to cause an international incident. We're far too ugly to stay in Nova Scotia. They're going to know that we're not from there. But I, I think that's part of our mystique. I don't know. See, we're like New York sixes, but we're everywhere else like 17s. So okay, it might work out. We'll see. We'll see. And three quarters of it is just being a confident dumbass, and it's kind of what we do. I mean, who else would have this many episodes of a podcast and never promote them and just be like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yes, yes, absolutely. I have way too much confidence for somebody this fat who's never accomplished anything. (laughs) So that is not, not a problem for me. Oh, man. Ed. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. Uh... (laughs) It's fine. You're holding it together? I got nothing for you. Uh, Yeah, barely, barely. If you truly have nothing, I wanted to tell you guys a quick story. I was hoping not to see, not to be able to see anybody else's face when I told you this story because I really feel like a jackass, but I'm going to have to face the music, so it's now or never, right? Mm -hmm. So I have broken my nose a couple of times playing sports and I fell once and at a concert once. So it's been broken a couple of times. It's quite crooked and sticks pretty far off the front of my face. But a few weeks ago, I woke up in the morning and right on the the bridge of my nose, right above where the cartilage meets the, the bone was 
killing me. Black and blue. I must have had a bloody nose. I don't know what happened. Did you jack it too hard? Is that what was going on here? Just like slipped and smashed yourself in the face? Oh, I was just saying, I'm like, where's he like where's he going? Where's he going with this one? I was playing with a couple of different options. I'm not really fond of where I landed, but eh, whatever, it's fine. You get what you pay for. Yeah, that's okay. So I woke up nose absolutely killing me and i can't figure out what's going on and for days it's still hurting and i'm like did i fall like i don't remember what's happening like is this memento why can't i remember what's happened to my life i'm not a big drinker at all so it's not like i you know got drunk and blacked out and smashed into the wall i would think i'd remember that can't figure it out and about a week about a week or so later it finally stopped hurting a little bit It was like in the middle of the afternoon. We had nothing going on. It was rainy and shitty out. So I was just watching TV with my wife. And I guess I must have, I was looking at something on my phone. I must have started to doze off. And all of a sudden, I feel a lightning rod of pain go through my face. Why? Because I smashed myself in the face with my phone as I was falling asleep. And I went, son of a bitch. This is how I broke my nose last week. Hold on. Are you lying down? Like, how are you positioned where, like, you're lying back and typing? Yeah, I was leaned back and I happened to, I must have raised it and I was dozing off and the phone came crashing out of my hand, plummeting right towards this beak and bang, hit it right in the spot that was already weak and Busted that bad boy. Good God. Can you imagine what would have happened if you had the iPhone 11 Pro Max Big Swing and Dick Edition? Yeah, I can't. You'd be dead. Seriously, I would be. I might have cracked my goddamn skull. It hit along the edge. Ooh. You know, if you hit screen, you know, screen coming down is one thing. No, no. This thing fell and like turned and came right in, direct hit right across my nose. I was very embarrassed, A, that I now hit myself in the face twice with the phone. At minimum twice. At least, yes. I might have done this before, but I've hit myself hard enough twice to, like, damage my nose. But I was also at the same time, like, oddly relieved that I figured out what I did. The other one must have happened in, like, the middle of the night because I do remember dropping the phone and I remember it, like, killing me. But I do anything about it because I, I didn't think I'd wake up with like, you know, blood in my nose and a bruise and all of this. Yeah, it was weird. It was an up and it was very up and down. I had mixed emotions about the whole second time I smashed myself in the face with the edge of my phone. Sandy, have you ever hit yourself in the face falling asleep with your phone? I have not done that. No, the whole time getting this story, I was thinking that I would have been so paranoid until I remembered or figured out what happened. Thinking that my wife or my kids were beating me in my sleep or something that they really had it out for me. Uh, listen, I was very paranoid. I was searching: is this a symptom of COVID nineteen? Like, what is going going on i called my friend who's a doctor and i'm like "Eh, is there anything else that feels like a broken nose and he's like well pretty much just a broken nose (laughs) have you let them know what actually happened yet after i realized what it was and he uh yeah he was he was pretty disapproving he offered me no comfort whatsoever well i mean it's better that than finding out that your baby bought brass knuckles on amazon and just been beating the shit out of you there was a real fear 
that you know she came she must have like climbed into the bed one night or something and accidentally yeah accidentally i know she's a garbage monster there was not really a fear that my wife did it to me no because that's not enough if she was gonna do something like that to you that would have happened years ago and no court in the land would have convicted her that's the thing there's a much more i'm not afraid of my wife because if she does anything she's just gonna kill me and i can't do anything about that yeah so there's no point in living in fear because if she just snaps and kills me one day, I'm going to, uh, you know, hey, had a good run. Kind of deserved it. See ya. It's going to be great when the local news comes around to people and they're like, can you even believe this happened? And we'll all just be like, yeah, no, definitely do. Yeah. Honestly, shocked it didn't happen earlier. Hey, so I've got one more thing. I have one more thing for you. Yeah. So a few episodes ago, I had a song stuck in my head and I almost don't want to repeat it. Yes. I'm going to repeat it because it is... Partly Sandy's fault, being from Canada. I don't care for this either. Listen, I knew that. Nobody cares for this song. I was listening to this episode on a run, trying to have a good time. (laughs) We ruined you. Yeah. (laughs) Sandy's health has really gone to shit since... (laughs) He doesn't want to run anymore. He stopped taking care of himself. Now eating 12 donairs a day. He's the second ugliest man in Nova Scotia now. So, it's Josie Scott and... Chad Kroger hero from the Spider-Man soundtrack. Don't go listen to it. Just trust us that it's terrible if you don't remember. It is. It's the Bud Light Lime of songs, by the way. God, that's insulting to Bud Light Lime. I know. It's the Dave of songs also. That's insulting to the song. It's not that bad. But that's not the problem. Okay. The problem was that you, Ed, had to share a song that had been stuck in your head. Hold on. Mr. Revisionist History here. You asked me if I've ever had a worse song stuck in my head. I didn't just volunteer it for you. Hold on just a second. First of all, don't you ever, ever dare try to get me to own up to anything that was my fault. Fuck you for even thinking that, okay? (laughs) But Ed had to go ahead and share the song that was stuck in his head. You're right, I'm a piece of shit. And that song was Rude by a band Magic. Magic? is like a white reggae band from canada oh my god they're from canada also they are yeah sandy you it's gonna get ugly for you in a little bit this is getting worse (laughs) so but when ed was telling me about it it was one of those times where i'm like yeah you know i do know who this band is but i just can't picture it i realize why i can't picture it because i never would have assumed that some white Canadian guys were the ones singing that song. Yeah, that's the reason, not because of the brain trauma from dropping the phone on your head 5,000 times. Also true. But I I thought Canada learned its lesson with snow and doing white Jamaican rap reggae. I I, I don't know. Apparently, this is something that's just not getting through your heads up there. (laughs) So I went on YouTube and I listened to Rude. You know what? I'm going to ask you guys, try to forgive me for this one, because this is something I feel like my mom would do. And I was so embarrassed. I hope you guys go easy on me because I even shared this with you. I somehow subscribed to Magic's YouTube channel. That's not the worst part. The worst part is for like a week, I could not figure out how to unsubscribe. I was a subscriber to Magic's YouTube, not Magic the Gathering, not Magic the the sleight of hand art form. Either one better than this. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's why I say it. Magic, the white reggae band from Canada, I subscribed to their YouTube channel for like a full week and could not figure out how to unsubscribe. And here's why it was a full week. I was so embarrassed I couldn't bring myself to text Ed and say, Ed, help me. I can't unsubscribe from fucking Magic's YouTube channel. It was a dark time for me. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to be nice now and tell you that even in cases like that, I would prefer it's like when like the cool parents are like I'd rather you smoke it in the house than go outside. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather you come to me with your problem of being unable to subscribe to Toronto Reggae Fusion Band Magic's YouTube channel. It's so embarrassing to hear somebody else say it. It should be. I think we have to point out that the band's name is Magic with an exclamation point after. Yes. Like, why, why do you have to add that? Don't you be disparaging people with exclamation points in their names, sir. I don't think it's the exclamation point. I think it's that the band's not magic. It's magic! Am I right, Sandy? Is that the problem? Yeah, exactly right. Because that's a problem that I have as well, amongst many others. But that is, like, one of the main problems that I have as well. So did you finally figure out how to unsubscribe? So I got on my computer. We were going to record. I, you know, I subscribed on my phone. And I, I really, like, for days, I kept going back to it. And I was like, maybe they'll, like, force you to stay subscribed for 24 hours and then unlock it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So You have to live with your shame. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. You're not getting away that easy, pal. <laughs> so I finally went on my computer. And, you know, same. it was the same uh, account. So I was logged in. I was like... Let me look at it on here. And on Magic's YouTube channel, I was finally able to hit the unsubscribe button. Oh, thank God. I got to be honest with you. If this was still going on now, I'd be worried about you. Like, now I'd understand why you're dropping your phone on your face all the time. I wouldn't have even shown up. But yeah, I feel there's a lot. I let a lot of stuff out. This is terrible. So I'm glad you felt that this was a safe space to share this information. I want you to know it was not a good decision to share it because this isn't really a safe space and I am going to mock you mercilessly for months. Hey, you have to do what you have to do. I, I know I know full well the consequences of my actions. Well, if it makes you feel better, I, I'm feeling a little embarrassed too that both these songs originated in Canada. Yeah, let's do that. Let's attack Canada for a second. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Sandy. <laughs> really taking the heat off of me with this whole Canada thing. All right, well, did you have any other questions for Sandy now that we've veered off course? Oh, I totally forgot. Um, I don't I don't think so. All right. Well, Sandy, thank you for being here. You've added to the list of people that we've brought on to the show just to piss off the one coworker we have that doesn't actually listen to the podcast but wants to be on the podcast, so he'll just continue to be a jealous little bitch. Wow. So I appreciate your assistance to that. I'm glad I could contribute to that. He's going to listen to this episode and hear that. He's from Philadelphia. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Let me tell you, if he ever wants to know why he's not coming on the podcast, you can say that I've used whatever percent of my veto power to veto his fucking ass off of it. I don't want anybody from Philadelphia on this. Philadelphia is good for one thing, cheesesteaks. The rest of the place can shut the fuck up.